Hello, ghouls, and welcome to Brave the Basement. I'm your host, the ghoul that rules. Uh, Black One Jack 2 is unavailable today due to a scheduling conflict, so I am going solo. So if you enjoy getting a little scared, ghost stories, haunted houses, a believer in the supernatural, or maybe even a skeptic wanting to look at things from a different perspective, then this is the show for you. Today, uh, we'll be talking about Mackinac Island. Uh, Mackinac Island is up in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, and I took a trip there several years ago. Uh, I didn't see anything paranormal while I was there, but I did have an unsettling experience while there. So I'm going to talk about that, and we're going to talk about a couple ghost stories and some things uh, about Mackinac Island. Mackinac Island is also known for its fudge. And they like to call the fans of the Mackinac Island fudge, fudgies. So like I said, I took a trip up to Mackinac Island uh, several years ago. And uh, we stayed in St. Ignace, uh, Michigan. And uh, the day that we went to the island, we took a ferry over. And as soon as we got off the ferry onto the island, you're in the downtown portion of uh, Mackinac Island. As we were exploring, uh, we came to a boardwalk uh, that's right across from the school. And as soon as we got to the boardwalk, we noticed that there was this woman who was laying on the, the ground and they were doing CPR on her. And we were there for several minutes uh, just trying to stay out of the way. And uh, a police car, actually it was... Uh, a fire truck, an ambulance, a police car, and I believe that there was another fire truck uh, that came and they was trying to get through the crowd. And unfortunately, by the time that they loaded the woman onto the ambulance to take her to the hospital that's there on the island, uh, we believed that she was already gone. And this happened to us within the first 10 minutes of being on the island, and it was very unsettling. After uh, just trying to shake off what had happened, uh, we started enjoying uh, touring the island and seeing what was all on the island. And we ended up uh, taking a guided tour of the island on a carriage. And we rode around the island and they showed us a lot of things. And uh, towards the end of the tour, we were the only ones that stayed on. Every All the other guests got off at other places. And uh, the tour guide was taking us back to uh, the downtown area of the island. And on the way there, he said, uh, do you guys like ghosts? And I said, sure. And he said, this island is just full of ghost stories. And he said, one of the crazy things is where you get off on the ferry boats used to be where the cemetery was because the cemetery is located somewhere in the center of the island. And he said when they decided to make the island into a tourist destination, they had to dig up all the graves and move them to the center of the island. Blackjack always liked to ask if you could feel the presence on an island or just anywhere paranormal. And I can tell you that as soon as we got off the ferry... You could feel that zone down in presence on the island. Since I don't have any ghost stories um, myself other than, you know, what we witnessed while there, it was kind of unsettling. 
I would like to share with you uh, some stories that, I, that I've read online. This one you can find on MyNorth.com. Uh, it's by Carly Simpson, who used to work on the island. And I'm going to read what they put on the website. I don't believe in ghosts. Well, I should say I didn't believe in ghosts. That is until I became a ghost tour guide on Mackinac Island. It was the summer after my freshman year of college, and my roommate and I had traded in textbooks for island life. By day, I was the exhibit cleaner at Fort Mackinac and a retail associate at the island bookstore. By night, I was a tour guide sharing spooky stories and island legends. That's my room, I would say, each night, pointing up to the third floor of Mission House, which houses Mackinac Island State Park employees. Built in 1825, the house served as a boarding school for more than 500 Native Americans. There were 16 deaths among the students, most due to illness, and it is these children who are believed to haunt the house today. The ghosts wandered the first two floors and the basement. The, th the third floor wasn't added until 1845 when Mission House became a hotel, and ghosts generally stick to places they know. They've been seen and heard playing at night, tossing a ball in the hallway and knocking over alarm clocks. For many tenants, it isn't uncommon to be awakened by a ghost bumping into your bed. Of course, I don't know any of this until after I moved in. The building next door to Mission House, the Mission Point Theater, is known to be haunted too. A ghost by the name of Harvey roams the area. I'm pretty sure I met him. Before I became an official guide, I had to run through the tour several times with a seasoned veteran. I got partnered with Lamech, who liked to pull pranks on newbies. We were running through a story about Harvey in the pitch black theater. Lights were off for dramatic effect. Okay, Lamech, cut it out, I said turning to face him in the darkness. Limick was dragging a chair backstage to creep me out, I thought. Cut out what, he replied from the other direction. Nope, he wasn't backstage. For someone who didn't believe in ghosts, my gut hit the floor pretty fast. I finally worked up the nerve to pull back the stage curtain and flip the light switch. The chair was there, alone. My day job was on the ghost tour. Monday through Friday, I was the first to arrive at Fort Mackinac at 7.30 a.m. I unlocked the buildings, turned lights and exhibit displays on, swept and washed floors, basically made sure things were ready to go before the guests arrived. Some morning, the fog rolling in off the straits was so heavy, I couldn't see the next building over. Oh, and a murder of crows lived at the fort, their cause mixing with creaky wood floors. How fitting. It's believed that several ghosts haunt the fort, including two children whose father sta was stationed there, and the Phantom Piper heard playing on the misty mornings at the north entryway. The creepiest building by far, however, is the Post Hospital. Dating back to 1828, it's the oldest hospital building in Michigan. 19th century medical tools line the walls, and the audio-video display shows post-surgeon Dr. Walcott diagnosing patients. A tourist is rumored to have taken a photo of an unexplainable ghostly leg in the hospital, and many visitors say they feel sad upon entering. I can't say I ever felt sad, but I regularly got chills, the spine-tingling kind, and that, the, and that gut feeling that something is watching you. Are ghosts real? 
I've never seen one, so how can I say for sure? But what I do know is the legend of fudge and horses was, has a mysterious side, and you should probably take a flashlight and a friend with you. And I also found uh, some other uh, scary stories. This one comes from clickondetroit.com, and the author, his name is Ken Haddad, and he wrote a, a, a piece that goes into a little bit of the island's history, um, and then he starts talking about some of the haunted history. Uh, so it says, with the rich, violent, and colorful history, Mackinac Island is a prime candidate for hauntings. The island essentially amounts to a huge Native American burial ground where a military fort was built and a lot of people were killed. The Grand Hotel is one of the hot spots for paranormal activity. Legends say construction workers uncovered human remains while digging the hotel's foundation. One story tells of an evil entity which shows itself as a black mass with glowing red eyes. A maintenance man working on the hotel's theater stage reported that the black mass rushed after him, knocking him off his feet. He awoke two days later and never returned. Staff have reported seeing a man in a top hat playing the bar's piano. Others see a woman in Victorian clothing who roams the halls, even getting into beds. The drowning pool is another hot spot in the 1700s and early 1800s. Seven women were accused of being witches. Back in those days, one of the methods used for determining if someone was a witch or not was to tie rocks to their feet and throw them into water to see if they would float or not. If they sank, they were deemed innocent. The seven accused women were thrown into a lagoon on the island between Mission Point and downtown Mackinac, and all of them sank and drowned. Legend says the women haunt the waters to this day. Visitors report seeing mysterious splashing, shadows, and dark figures floating above the surface. Fort Mackinac is a Revolutionary War effort for on the island and a popular tourist site. Visitors have reported strange orbs and pictures. In the hospital, some have felt feelings of sadness and have seen apparitions of phantom limbs. The sound of crying babies is often heard, along with mysteriously moved furniture, and motion detectors set off with no one around. At the officer's stone quarters, ghostly children are said to be playing with toys, leaving them thrown around the floor in the morning. Mission Point Resort was home to the Moral Realignment, a religious movement started in the 1930s. It was built in the 1950s. The resort's popular ghost story is that of a man named Harvey, who we heard in, in the other story, who died in the late 1960s. The ghost story goes, Harvey, who was dealing with a broken heart, shot himself behind the resort and wasn't discovered until six months later. But some believe there is more to Harvey's story, that perhaps he was killed. Harvey is often reported in Mission Point's theater, where visitors have reported being pinched or poked. A woman claims that while she was visiting a hotel on the island, she experienced some paranormal activity. She was alone in the hotel room when the bathroom door closed and the lights turned off. She never returned to the room alone. 
So these were just some real quick short stories about Mackinac Island. I could make probably 10 episodes of the history of Mackinac Island without even touching into the ghost stories and then start deep diving into the ghost stories because this island is just so rich with history. Uh, it is a very fascinating island. Uh, I highly suggest going. You you will not be disappointed with the time that you had. And um, so I hope everyone out there enjoyed just a few of these ghost stories on Mackinac Island. If you would like to become a Brave the Basement ghoul, be sure to share this show on social media. Or go to bravethebasement.weebly.com and sign up for our newsletter to get all the latest news and updates when each episode has been posted. If you have a ghost story you would like to share with us, you can reach us at bravethebasement at gmail.com. Your story could make it on the show and be featured on the website. You can also submit your story on Reddit under the subreddit Brave the Basement or in the YouTube comment section. If you have an eerie ghost photo you would like to share, please email us and include a description and your photo could be added to our photo gallery. And that brings us to the end. We hope that we brought you just a little fright. And remember when you were up late at night and you hear something in the other room that just doesn't seem right. It's okay if you need to turn on the light to protect yourself from things that go bump in the night. I'm your host, Ghoul That Rules, and I hope you join us again. Till next time. <laughs>